Yeah. Welcome to Views from Stadium Boulevard. I'm Harley Johnson. And I'm Hannah Harshi, and we're back for another week of your favorite Michigan sports podcast. And this week we had something to celebrate. Uh, John Beeline's birthday? Yes, it was on Tuesday, I think. And so, yeah, I really wish we could have brought him, like, a birthday cake. but Like an Enville blueberry pie? <laughs> yeah, as we've mentioned, like, every single episode <laughs> of this podcast, if anyone's listening, like, has connections to give John Beeline an Enville blueberry pie, this time with, like, some candles on it, I would really appreciate that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um... But yeah, we had some basketball games this week. Not us particular. I don't know why I keep saying we. <laughs> Michigan played some basketball games this week. I guess you just really wish you were. <laughs> I really like identify with them. It's like chair is super squeaky. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, um, I don't really want to talk about it, but I guess we have to. So we played Iowa last Saturday. Was it Saturday? No, it was Friday, Friday because I was on the bus with all the youth. Oh, right, right, right. The youth. Yeah. I wasn't able to watch the game. I think I'm the good luck charm because I couldn't watch because I was with all these youth. And the next thing I know, I get a text from my sister who's like, I don't even care anyway. And I'm like, what happened? <laughs> well, I watched it and I kind of have a story. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. So there's this bar, like local pub, like by where I live. And so my aunt, uncle, and I all like got in the car and went to like this bar. And so we like sit down and we pull up. We this like, is so ominous. Okay. And we like have the people like pull up like the Michigan basketball game and then like the Michigan wrestling match so we could watch both of them at like the same time. Oh, I saw you tweeted about that. Yeah. It sounded like an invigorating experience. It was really distracting because I couldn't like focus on like either TV. Um, but yeah, that same bar that we went to was this is the one that I went to to watch the Ohio State-Michigan football game. <laughs> Don't go back there. What are you doing? And, of course, Michigan basketball lost 74-59, to and Michigan wrestling lost to Penn State at, like, 25-11. to Okay, so it's So I'm fault. 0 for 3 in that place, and it is totally my fault. I will never go back there ever again. <laughs> you know what I just realized I haven't been doing? Like, hmm. rooting for the opposing team. What are you talking about? Remember during football season, like, I would have to, like, the day of the Wisconsin game, I was, like, on Wisconsin, and then we beat Wisconsin. And, like, I like I would root for, like, the opposing team each day. I would at least, like, say something to root for them, and then we would beat them. But then I had a sign in my room all year that said beat Ohio State, so obviously we didn't beat Ohio State. So I thought I was bad luck, but I guess Harley's the bad luck now when she goes to that particular pub. Um, yeah, I'm mega bad luck, and I've never <laughs> set foot. I even said when I walked in there, I was like, the last time I was in here was a horrible experience. Hopefully today is better. And... Um, <sighs> It wasn't nearly as bad, but it was still, like, brutal to watch because I couldn't leave. <laughs> like, that's the worst part about it. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, should we talk about it a little bit? Yeah, let's I just zoom through it. I don't yeah, really yeah, want to think about it Yeah, let's just get through this. Just rip the Band-Aid off. I... <laughs> so, if you remember last week, um, we kind of roasted Iowa and just basically referred to them as corn. Yeah. Which, like, I guess they're, like, I mean, corn is good sometimes. So they, like, like really showed out. <laughs> um, and what do you think was the main factor in us losing that game, though? Because I personally don't think it was, like, Iowa being good. I personally think that it was from foul trouble, like, really early on. And we had to, like, stretch our, like, rotation as far as it could go. Which yeah. isn't very far. <laughs> far for one and then two like we don't usually have to go like that deep into the bench but we really had to and oh it was so ugly to watch I was like hiding it like in my like beanie because I didn't want to look at either of the TV <laughs> but I was surrounded and they're like okay Harley just watch the game I'm like no I can't <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was on Twitter on the bus with the youth and I was trying not to be on that much because I didn't want to use up my data. But then I saw a tweet that's like Colin Castleton vibed in and I was like, oh, Colin Castleton vibed in. That's either really good or really bad. It's bad. It, was it was very bad. bad. Um, but looking at the stats now, like I feel like obviously we had 20 fouls, which 
Oh that seems number. like pretty low. I thought it was a way higher than that. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty high number. That's like two full, like counting to ten. I mean, yeah, but I thought there was way more. Like it just seemed like every like time like a Michigan player like breathed, <laughs> it was like foul. <laughs> like come on. Yeah. Um. So then we had to go pretty deep into our bench. So that was just something that we were really exposed for. I mean. I don't know why I'm the one, like, saying this because I didn't watch it. This is just all from, like, reading articles about the game. I think I blocked it from my memory. Okay. Fair. I really, so, really did. We're I both, really, shot in the dark for both of us. But <laughs> it's not a shot in the dark. I just – it's like opening an old wound, you know? Yeah. Sorry. We're going to have to do it. But also, <sighs> our shooting was, like, not great. And by not great, I mean horrible. Um, Our field goal percentage was 32.3%. And from the three point, we were 24.2%. And also from the three, would just like to note that Xavier Simpson was 0 for 5 and Charles Matthews was 2 for 7. So shooting is something you have to do to play a basketball game. I'm no expert, but... Yeah, but I don't have the stats in front of me of what the free throws were, but... Were those bad too? I feel like they weren't. Okay. Just a bunch of like missed opportunities. Um, just Iowa came out to like win, and they did in yeah. outstanding fashion. Their fans stormed the court, you know, and you know. Why are we get now they're the court. I've never gotten to do that. I don't think we ever will. <laughs> and um, yeah, props to them. They're now um, ranked number twenty. And I think it's well-deserved, honestly. I think I was very tough. And they also just make the Big Ten look really good right now. And I respect that, you know. They're a formidable program. And I take back any, like, negative thing that I said about them because clearly they heard it and were like, let's go. <laughs> Do you think we were their motivators? Do you think they listened to this podcast? I they were like, I okay, they, they like, call this corn, we're done. And I'm just like, for the record, I eat, like, a can of corn a day, like, straight from the can. I have nothing against corn. And um, as always, Big Ten road games, those are really, truly anybody's time to shine. I mean, except ours. No, rather for Michigan State. <laughs> but we'll okay, get into we'll that later. That. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got that. some stuff for you today. <laughs> um, but can we move on to Rutgers? Yeah, let's get let's get out of um, Iowa City. So Rutgers, like, honestly kind of scares me, just in the sense that, like, they're the joke of the Big Ten. Like, we just roast Rutgers so much that yeah. I'm like, I just live in fear of us losing to Rutgers. Uh, because it is like projected to be like if you lose to Rutgers, like why are you a program? You know? <laughs> exactly. Same thing for like Illinois. Yeah, exactly. T. <sighs> um, but yeah, we vibed it. So if you compare our, um, that probably means nothing <laughs> to people who don't know me. But we vibed it. <laughs> um, if you compare our shooting percentage to against Iowa, so I said that. Wait. Oh, okay. So I said that like our three point percentage against Iowa was the twenty two percent. It's been a long day. Twenty four point two percent. Point twenty four point two percent from the three. Oh my, that was very long. Twenty four point two percent from you the three. It, you did it. You did. Okay, I did Just it. Keep okay. Going. And um, against Rutgers, it was forty seven point eight percent from the three. So I. I'm no math major, but I think that's, like, mm-hmm. twice as much of a percent. Yeah, that sounds right to me. I'm not a math major either. <laughs> Honestly, any math majors, feel free to let me know if that was wrong. But <laughs> I think that's, like, literally twice as much of a percent, which is a, a great improvement in my eyes. And if the math was right, I think you should be a math major. Honestly, I think so. <laughs> Calc for who? Try finding the <laughs> percents. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, try telling that to some calc kids. I know, they'd be like, like I got some STEM classes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I just wrote Iggy with a little smiley face because Iggy's back. He obviously had a rough, rough patch. I really can't talk to get <laughs> I'm not an English major either, apparently. I'm really switching my major today. <laughs> to truly be math. Yeah, it's just I'm, numbers and I like can't speak words. I, I speak numbers. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, Iggy had a rough patch a couple weeks ago where his shots were just not falling, and now he's back to being our leading scorer, which we really need him to be. So yeah, thank back you to Iggy. that like tenacity, like a very like representation of 
his beginning of the season self, which is good. Yes. It's nice to see. It's comforting. Remember the first time we watched Iggy play when we were sitting in Chrysler? Yeah, we're just, like, analyzing the whole team because we're like, what are we expecting here? We were like, why is this kid wearing Moe's jersey? Yeah, he's come a long way. Honestly, he can wear Moe's jersey now. I think I'll so. give it to him. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, what are we going to do without it? <laughs> like, not five minutes. <laughs> if we tell him he can't, I don't think he's going to listen. Um, So what about, like, Charles Matthews? Why, why are we, like... <laughs> why did I put a smiley face or a sad face yeah, next to his name? What happened? Um... I don't know. I just feel like I haven't seen him in a while, which is not good because he's been out there on the court. <laughs> um, he's just kind of been in like a quiet phase, which is not good because he's someone we really need. And he was a huge contributor at the beginning of the season. And I think that if he could get back up to where he was at the beginning of the season, we would literally be vibing right now. No, it's okay. We have plenty of time to just like... Go, not go through the motions, but just take each game at one at a time. And then at some point you have to start the like progression towards like what kind of team you want to be in March. And I think that's like where we're starting at right now. Just kind of like the bottom parts of it, just like feeling out like everything and getting used to like being uncomfortable and losing and not playing well. So regardless of like, what is happening right now, it's it'll be okay. It'll vibe. The vibes will vibe. Yeah, I don't think anyone's really worried about how we're going to look in March. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, Iowa was kind of, like, I don't know, scary to watch. Well, I already told you I didn't watch it. But, um, <laughs> but just in terms of, like, it did expose some of our weaknesses as yeah. opposed to Wisconsin where I think that was just kind of bad luck. It didn't really expose our weaknesses. Iowa, there were some weaknesses that were exposed in terms of our depth, but mm-hmm. – I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I'd rather those be exposed now than later. That's a good point. I also think I'd rather have the Iowa scenario happen, like, when it did, because now we can kind of, like, have the opportunity to, like, work and build on, like, what would happen if we are in foul trouble again Mm -hmm. and how to, like, pull out a win when um, there's um, the bench on, like, they have to, like, rise to the occasion. And, um, it's no longer just for them to, like, rely on, like, the starting five and maybe the next two off the bench, but they have to be ready. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and John Beeline is notoriously good at improving players and developing them throughout the season. So if by March, if we have an improved Brandon Johns or Eli Brooks, or like, honestly, anyone on the bench, I think that will be helpful obviously but I think it could be like way more helpful than you think and I also think it's just been good for um Brandon Jones Jr. to actually like get out there like hi I'm Brandon yeah basically (laughs) um it just to me it just demonstrates that John Beeline has seen like the use that Brandon Johns can be out on the floor and just giving him more chances to like feel out being in his first like collegiate season and um yeah I think there's just been growth in Brandon Johns already if he's Mm -hmm. like already being like um John Teske's backup yeah, at this point, and it's a long time coming. Not really; it hasn't been that long. Still but I've been for waiting for still it. Still room for improvement. <laughs> like definitely room for improvement. But um, yeah, there's just like you just know to like trust in um, what John Beeline's doing, and I'm comforted by that he trusts Brandon John. Like so, honestly, I trust Brandon. So Jones. yeah, it's like <laughs> by some kind of like property or whatever. I also <laughs> if John Beeline trusts Brandon Johns. I trust Brandon. Yeah, Jones. that's like some kind of math thing too, probably. But I don't know what it's called anymore. You know, like the "Thank You Next" music video when, um, <laughs> sorry, um, when Ariana Grande is like Regina George, and everyone's like, "If if Ariana does this, I do it." I feel like that's like what John Beeline is to me. That's a very good point. I also agree. <laughs> um, okay, so moving on, we have some superlatives. Honestly, our creative juices like weren't really flowing this week, so our superlatives are I don't like know what you're talking about. I think these are perfect. Okay, sure. So our first <laughs> award is finalist for the Carl Malone Award, which obviously we didn't make that up, but um, he actually did. Like, he's a finalist. So go Iggy! Congrats. 
Um, and also, congrats are in order for <laughs> John Beeline. <laughs> um, yeah, he had, with his win against Rutgers on Tuesday, he now became um, U of M basketball's, men's basketball's um, coach with the most Big Ten wins. So, congrats, John, and happy yeah, birthday. on your birthday. That's so exciting. Yeah. Aw, that's the cutest birthday present I've ever heard. Yeah, did you see they all, like, sing him happy birthday yeah. in the locker room? <laughs> I didn't want to listen me? to it because I was, like, nervous. <laughs> no, yes, I was like, I feel like it's going to be like, happy birthday. <laughs> you know, just, like, you know that thing when you, um, when, like, the football team sings Hails to the Victors and, like, it's you like, don't like really listening to it because it's yes. just all men singing. Not that we have anything against, like, an all men, like, choir, but it's just, like, a very different but, like, experience. The, the basketball team is not a choir. Yeah, it's just, like, Five of them. Yeah, um, I, I I didn't want to watch it. Yeah, I, like, I don't I don't know what to expect. Okay, <laughs> so our vibe to the vibes award. Okay, Harley did all of these because my creative juices weren't flowing, but yeah, I'll, I didn't answer any of them, and I was just being like dumb. So I guess we're gonna go with what we got, you know? All right, our vibe to the vibes award, which we give out every week. This week goes to John Beeline. Yeah, and congrats on being born and for getting the dough, and for like honestly. Getting so many dubs that you're now like historic. I'm like, thanks for being you. Yeah, we really love Johnny. <laughs> Remember when we determined like when we like hail to the victors that John Beeline is the victor to whom we hail. True. That's a good point. Just food for thought. Okay, so we got Frosh of the Week coming up, and um, it's probably Iggy again. Yeah, <laughs> but we would like to give a shout out to Brandon Johns Jr. for yeah, like yeah, some honors. Yeah, he he gets an honorable mention, and honestly, I would love to see him win Frosh of the Week next week. So there's a little incentive. <laughs> yeah, there, there's some incentive going into Wisconsin. Become Frosh of the Week, Player of the Week. <laughs> Did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the okay? Regardless of like what I wrote, who do you think is player of the week? <laughs> Just like use your brain cells. I mean, Iggy was our leading scorer. I think both games. Okay, Iggy again. <laughs> okay, Harley, the player of the week is John Beeline. <laughs> I did. Um, he like runs the place. <laughs> I guess. Cool. Um, He's just kind of like a player, you know? No. <laughs> All right, next, we have most omni, which is most ominous. <laughs> That's not what it means. Yes, it is. Most like omni is like most like looming and just like you no, don't know. No, it's short for omnipresent. No, yes. it's ominous. No. It's like ominous. I no. interpret it as ominous. Well, I didn't know it's it was omnipresent. It's short for omnipresent. <laughs> Oh, then I've been, like, using it out of context then. Well, it kind of, like, it's also synonymous with ominous because it kind of looks like ominous. It's, like, ominous because your presence is ominous. <laughs> For those of you who are, like, confused, my roommate Lily and I kind of just speak our own language because we're, like, trapped in our room together so much that it's evolved into, like, an entirely new language. And then I use the words elsewhere and other people started to pick them up. So, I mean, like, not to call myself a trendsetter, but oh. I think I've changed the entire lexicon of the English. Language. But clearly you should make like a dictionary because I thought it was ominous the whole yeah. time. Okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> just to like clarify, I guess most omni is like an omnipresence. Anyway, Hannah was like looming outside of my oh, biomechanics class. And she was like texting me everything my professor was saying. I had 10 minutes before office hours started and I didn't know what to do. And then she was like, have fun um, calculating uh, angular kinematics. And I was like, okay, I will. <laughs> I did, did you? It? No. <laughs> I was like mega confused. Okay, so our birthday award goes to John Beeline. Happy birthday, <laughs> birthday John. <award. laughs> All right. Are we ready to preview the next Michigan basketball game? Um, not personally. <laughs> not either. So we're playing Wisconsin on Saturday. Where? Um, at Chrysler no. Center. Uh, are you going? Um, if anyone wants to go with me. <laughs> I'm not going. I didn't get a ticket. And I don't feel like paying for one either. So if anyone wants to go with me, otherwise I might either roll in by myself or sell my ticket. We'll see. Um, but I'm kind of terrified. I'm not looking forward to it. But then again, like, we do well at Chrysler. That is also very we true. We haven't lost at Chrysler in a very long time. Knock on wood. Um... You're welcome. Like, when is the last time Michigan lost at home in either sport? Um, Purdue. Either sport is if they're only two. Yeah, Purdue. 
So I was there for that. That feels like four years ago. I've grown so much as a person since then. Anyway, <laughs> um, we're playing Wisconsin again tomorrow. Obviously, they were our first loss of the season, one of our two losses. They're a very good basketball team, and it should be a really competitive game. But also the last time we lost to them was at Wisconsin. And Wisconsin has one of the like greatest like home court advantages like ever for some reason. They just really vibe. So eliminating that should work pretty well in our favor. But we'll see. Like, I'm not making any promises. I'm not going to, like, call them cheese like I called Iowa corn. Because apparently <laughs> they blare that through the locker room and it motivates them. No, I'm just going to tell myself no, that. No, we're going to hear is Hannah Harshi thinks that we're cheese. And everyone will be like, yeah, we, we are cheese. They, they literally are. <laughs> okay. Um, I, What is, like, Wisconsin been up to, you know? Do you know? I don't personally know. I don't know. Ooh, we have a 67% win chance. And apparently we're seeking revenge, but, like, okay. Like, honestly, yeah. I think so, too, personally. I'm personally seeking revenge. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Yes? (laughs) I was just... Um, Wisconsin in February so far. I don't know if it extends back into January. It probably does, but um, they've won their last two games um, against against Wisconsin. What? (laughs) Against Minnesota and Maryland. I mean, Um, yeah, Wisconsin's a good team. We know that. It will be a competitive game. I don't think there's really too much else to say other than that. One, two, three, four, five. I'm doing math. Do you have anything to share? Five. Oh, no. Okay, no, I don't have anything else to say. I think they're on, like, a seven-game win streak, but I can't confirm that. Wow. <laughs> to be fact, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. All right, <laughs> moving on from that prime analysis. <laughs> um, we have some I think we just vibed and everything else that we just, like, didn't bother to, like, look at Wisconsin because we were just scared. <laughs> No, I was just like, and we'll just say it's crazy and move on from there. It is going to be crazy. I hope it's It's going to be a hype game at Chrysler, that's for sure. That is for sure. Which is kind of why I don't want to sit by myself. All right, so this week we actually have some football news, which is weird. It's true. Like, for, like, so long, I had them blocked out of my memory. Um, And honestly, I think probably since, like, the Indiana game, um, I don't remember anything like after <laughs> it's, it's all just gone it's, there's it's no memory gone. of it and i have not thought about them in months no we put them in the timeout chair we yeah. weren't allowed to talk about them and like, and like social media platforms i like block them for like a certain amount of days yeah, <laughs> I I, yeah you did that on facebook i remember you like showing me that it's like gone and for the next two months or whatever yeah i was not in the mood but michigan football is back because this week, we actually kind of have a lot of football news, I know. which what? is weird. Like, I had to come out of, like, my cleanse to, like, absorb this information. Yeah. And, yeah, I know a lot of people get excited for football season. I never do because it just <laughs> takes so – it takes so much emotional energy out of me. Like, I literally – Saturdays are just completely used up because I watch the game and then I lie on my floor staring at the ceiling thinking about the game. But anyway – that was an extremely long rant to say that our quarterback coach, <laughs> Pep Hamilton, who was our quarterback coach, is not no longer our quarterback coach. Um, Yay. <laughs> there was always a lot of confusion around that because we had a quarterback coach who was apparently sort of calling plays, and then we had a Harbaugh who was also sort of calling plays. Mm, Harbaugh always calls plays. And then we had, like, we vibed an offensive coordinator in, Josh Gaddis, who, like, the whole point of him is to call plays. So we were like, they're all going to be like calling every other play. Like we didn't know how it was going to work. So Pep is gone. Bye Pep. What are your thoughts on bye Pep? She's like praying or something. <laughs> Thank you. <Max. laughs> oh, that's really, um, you know, that song, Thank you, next. That one and like, na 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 na, na 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 na, hey hey hey, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> That's me right now. Okay, I understand like the like, a lot of people were putting like blame on like the offensive woes like towards the end and like just kind of like throughout the season on like Pep Hamilton. And like, while I also did that, I like, just like projected onto him. Like, sure, he could have been at fault for some things, but like now, like with him gone, this is the ultimate example of however the offense is run this year. 
is on Jim Harbaugh now. Well, that or it's on Josh Gaddis. I think it, it depends on if he gives Josh so, Gaddis so the it's free on Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Because he could that still be true. really, like, restrictive and Harbaugh to, like, call things and how, like, the offense will, like, develop in terms of its play style. So I have no idea whatsoever what that's going to – like, what's going to happen. But, like, if there are no changes to the offense um, in this upcoming season, then – I have to say that it's Anjan Harbaugh. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think a lot of people, when he hired an offensive coordinator, a lot of people are like, okay, this is finally Jim Harbaugh, like proving that he's not stubborn and giving up the reins to someone else. Mm-hmm. But we have to wait until the season starts to see this. Um, I never truly know. Yeah, because Pep is gone, but we do have a new quarterback coach, which uh, it's Ben McDaniels, who's Josh McDaniels' brother. Um, Josh McDaniels, I think, is – offensive coordinator for the Patriots. So that's kind of cool. Um, But yeah, so we do have a new quarterback coach. He's younger. Um, Now most of our assistant coaches are in their 30s because we have Josh Gaddis, who's younger. We have our new linebackers coach, Anthony Campanelli. And then our D-line coach, Sean Nua. And then we have Ben McDaniels also. So we have a pretty young (laughs) team. We have a pretty young um, coaching squad, which means that... We have a pretty young coaching squad, which usually means that the offense is going to be slightly more innovative or, like, hopefully a lot more innovative and less Harbaugh-y. Yes, we'll find out, which unfortunately means that we have to pay attention now. (laughs) Remember when we wanted to be the offensive coordinators? I think um, we still should be. (laughs) Yeah, I think so, too. Also, like, weird side note is Pat Hamilton is, like, vibing to the XFL, apparently. (laughs) So, like, I guess we'll have to watch that. I'm not watching it. Is that going to start, like, no, it's got to be next year. There's no way it's starting this year. That's funny. Yeah, whatever, man. Um, So, next in football news. Good luck on your endeavors, dude, but I'm glad you're gone. (laughs) <laughs> Remember when you took them on like a swamp tour in the Amazon Prime show? That's what started the whole ordeal with my thoughts and feelings towards Pepe Hamilton. <laughs> but yeah, um, I feel like this was like shortly after the news broke about Pep Hamilton, like maybe a few hours in between. But it was announced that Chris Evans would not be on the team anymore. Mm-hmm. The Michigan football basically just said Chris Evans is no longer on the team and we're not like for some sort of reason we're not allowed to say anymore. So basically like when they say that they can't say more that usually implies that he's still at the school. Yes. And then he, well, he tweeted that. Yeah. yeah, then he tweeted that he's still at the school but he couldn't be on the team for academic reasons. Yeah. So interpret that as you will. Um yeah. Like honestly, we all have our academic struggles. That's yeah, that's real. <laughs> and, um, but, uh, oh, oh, yeah. I don't know if this is supposed to be, like, tea or not, but, like, <laughs> it looked like it to me, honestly. So, um, the same day, on Tuesday, and there was a lot going on. Um, Tuesday was a big day. Tuesday was truly a big day. Um, True Wilson, uh, who was... He was in for a few games. Yeah, he, def- he definitely played quite a bit because our, our running backs were all injured. Anyways, he like posted like a hype video about himself on his Twitter. And, um, <laughs> yep. It was pretty hype. We watched it to hype ourselves up for the podcast. Yeah. It ended kind of abruptly. So I think DPJ's edits on his hype videos are a little higher quality, but <laughs> that says nothing about the quality of game. And um, I well, I only saw it because Shay Patterson retweeted it, and I think Shay retweeted it because it features him rushing twice. So I don't know if it's real or not, but I was laughing at the thought of it. <laughs> yeah, she showed me. She's like, "That's Shay." <laughs> but yeah, um, True Wilson. I didn't know what True Wilson was doing. Maybe he wasn't on the play. I don't actually know. But I was like, "Nope, there goes Shay. Like that's him." <laughs> But true, it's your time to shine. So true. Get those retweets on that hype video. We support you. Um, Should I retweet it? Yeah, honestly, let's make that the most retweeted tweet on the internet. Nothing against Chris Evans, obviously. Um, the academic struggles at the University of Michigan is real. It's so real. I cannot judge him for that. Ugh. Um, but moving on to more football news, because apparently we have, like, we have so much, we have so much football news, it kind of hurts. It went from, like, zero to, like, six stories in, like, 
yeah. two days. Um, we have the best recruiting class in the Big Ten, yeah, which is the most adorable thing I have ever <laughs> heard in my life. Um, yeah, I mean, most of our, like, I don't know. Penn State, probably. Most of our, um, like, big recruits were more, they more signed during early signing day, so there wasn't a ton of, like, shock during this signing day. Mm-hmm. But we did get a baby Shay, Nick Patterson, so I thought that was cool. <laughs> oh um, my God. But, yeah, our recruiting class is really good, oh, which is right. really exciting because – People, you know, will talk about Harbaugh, say that he can't recruit, and it's like, look at that. We have the best recruiting class in the Big Ten. And we flipped Dax Hill back from Alabama, so look at us go. <laughs> Truly. It's just also real nice to not have, like, Ohio State, like, on top, or, like, Penn State for that matter either. I think a lot of people probably jump ship after um, Urban Meyer was like, bye, I'm going to be oh, a professor for sure. now. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so. I think I saw that because, like, one of them, like, went, like, flip to Virginia Tech because they're like, Urban Meyer's gone, so so am I. I'm like, okay. I mean, like, that makes sense. You get recruited by one of the top head coaches of all time, and then he's no longer the head coach. That would make sense in any situation. Yeah. So I'm super excited for the class of 2019. Hopefully you provide, or if not, in your freshman year, then you learn the ropes real fast and you're ready to go um, next year. Um, yeah, and as the... Be the change. <laughs> be, be the change you want to see in the University of Michigan, Michigan football program. Big house. <laughs> um, also, while we're at it, those who stay will be champions. Yeah. At some point. Um, yeah, so shout out to Shay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, also, Rashawn Gary, Devin Bush, Chase Winovich, David Long, Karan Higdon, and Zach Gentry are all vibing to the NFL Combine. So that's exciting. Um, yeah, way to rep. Zach Gentry, I believe, was an English major, so shout out to him <laughs> in particular. That's my brethren. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's exciting. But you know what I have to say to all of them? Yeah. Thank you, next. Whoa. Yeah, we already said that in this podcast. We're thankful for you. <laughs> we're, we're really thankful for you, honestly. Yeah. All of you. Good job. We're going to miss you guys. We really will. But, but we have the best recruiting class in the Big Ten, so... Um, so other sports news. Should we start with like the big T or should we like build up to the big T? I kind of want to start with the big T because I feel like it's been brewing this entire time and I'm ready to spill it. I want to like build up to it though. Okay. So basically I'll just do like a short rundown of like the last like few days of, um, basketball. Um, so I believe it's Tuesday night. Um, number 13, Kansas, lost to Kansas State. Um, Tennessee was playing pretty close to um, Mizzou. I don't know why I almost said MSU. But anyways, they were pretty like, close with Missouri for a while there, but eventually pulled ahead and got the dub. Um, Villanova went to overtime with Creighton, but eventually pulled out the win as well. They're currently ranked number 14. Um, Wisconsin played Minnesota, um, and they only won by five. So... I personally think that Minnesota is a really tough and strong team, and they're, like, playing ball with, like, all the big dogs. So, like, um, they play MSU on Saturday, and I personally think that Minnesota can get the dub. Um, just like hot the take. Way, yeah, that's, like, a hot take, and if it happens, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright that. Minnesota can beat Michigan also, State. Also, like, State. in news for, like, 10 minutes, maybe – um, Boston College led Duke at the half, but only by two points. But of course, Duke being Duke ended up getting the dub 80 to 55. So, props oh. to you, Boston College, for hanging on for like 20 minutes, but then afterwards, you know, you just caved in like everyone else. Okay, and North Carolina played NC State. And they scored 113 points. So I don't know what they were on. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. And it wasn't like it wasn't like outstanding with like never. shooting percentage, but like it was I think oh shoot, what's his name? It's like Luke something. Anyways, he had like 31 points. So shout out to you. You don't remember your last name. Um and NC State scored 96. So clearly there's just like no defense happening at all. So <laughs> Um, also, Marquette was ranked number 10, and they lost to an unranked St. John's, so some more shakeup in the top 10. 
Um, oh, tonight in Iowa and Indiana are playing, and I'm super excited about it. It happens in like 40 minutes, so at like 9 p.m. So, so really, like, I really want to watch it already happen by the time you're listening. Yeah, so I, I feel like that'll be a really good game. I mean, Indiana. They both start with I, so like, there's that. Yeah, and Indiana coming off of like a real nice like overtime win. Like, shout out to them. Um. So yeah, as Michigan and MSU have been like slipping and sliding on ice, like we personally have been like here mm-hmm. quite a bit. Kentucky has like taken advantage of that and have uh, moved up to number five. Um, I I feel like I had a dream about Kentucky last yeah, night. They're on like a roll here right now, and of course, the big game on Saturday night will be uh, number two Duke and number three UVA. So we got the rematch coming, and now we can do the tea. Okay, now it's tea time. <gasps> tea time. Are you ready? Should we say it in like British accent? Because like it's tea, tea time. It's tea time. Okay. I don't know how to do British accent. Okay, so not for our tea time. Okay, we are going to spill the tea. That was so bad. I am so sorry if you're British. <laughs> um, okay, so you probably already know this, but we really like it. Uh, do you want to say it? No, no, no. Okay, Michigan State University. Fondly known over here as Little Brother, has lost three games in the past 11 days. It's so cute. I love when they do that. That's adorable. So they lost on the road to Purdue, lost at home to Indiana in overtime, and then on Tuesday night, they lost to Illinois on the road. Love to see it. It. I rewatched it because I personally was watching the Michigan game, and I missed the whole thing, and I personally would have rather watched the Illinois MSU game. Because when I watched it at, like, 11 p.m., Illinois just led from the get-go. It was crazy. And um, we'll talk more about this game, like, later on. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, that was anything a to... big deal. Yeah, especially because everyone's been – I don't know. I mean, Michigan State has been a good team up until now. Like, I'm not going to deny that. But it's nice to clearly, like – show that we're the dominant team in the state. Yeah, now we're sitting alone um top we better, of the 10. We better so. stop talking before we play them, yeah, though. Clearly. <laughs> you didn't hear any of <laughs> If you mentioned this anywhere. <laughs> you didn't hear it from us. <laughs> okay, yeah, so we'll talk more about that later in a different segment. Um, so there's a little bit more sports news before you get into the fun stuff um the nba trade deadline was today we don't really talk about the nba here um i really only pay attention as it pertains to former michigan players so like when i don't know like when um thon maker got traded away from uh the bucks to detroit i was like oh that's dj's friend because i'm pretty sure i've like seen them in pictures together oh that's like (laughs) the only thing that i pay attention to but nick stauskis like didn't vibe anywhere which is really sad oh no one to yeah no like in like no so man's land okay going on let me tell you the tale so he (laughs) once upon a time okay nicholas stauskis was a young (laughs) portland trailblazer okay then suddenly he was a cleveland cavalier I do remember that because my brother was like Michigan guy on the Cavs. <laughs> yes, yes. And then he was a rocket, much like Duncan Robinson, our favorite Skyrocket, who is so like not a like a rocket. At all. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then he was a pacer. Indiana pacer. Okay. Yeah. Which, like, side note, what is a pacer? It's like the pacer test. Like running. Yeah, anyway. And the Pacers, but the Pacers, like, I, I honestly, like, I shouldn't be talking about this on a podcast because I don't understand any of it. But the Pacers, basically, I think they took a draft pick instead, so they're going to waive Nick Stauskas. So, essentially, he's nowhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know that, like, gif of the kid with, like, the bowl cut, the, like, blonde kid, and he's just, like... Like yeah, yeah. Shaking his head back and forth because he doesn't know where to look. That was me like the entire time during like all this like NBA like trade. Yeah, because I follow it like very from a distance. Like so. I found it like interesting, especially like all this stuff with like Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. Yeah, it, I, I, I was, was like, wondering why Anthony Davis. I wanted next, to know, you know? I especially because like, like I, I thought Mo was gonna get all his friends taken away, <laughs> and I thought that was sad. <laughs> We'll be fine. Um, yeah, so also in sports news, um, there was a Super Bowl. Uh, the there pa- was? The, the New England Patriots won, if you've ever heard of them. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so um, we have our fail list for this week. Our fail list also like we just weren't creative this week, so no, we were. Okay, there's one thing on our fail list. This two, was the, there are two things on our fail list. Fail though. Do you want to say what number one was? The number one fail of all fails of this past week was Michigan State's basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as previously stated, they lost to Purdue, Indiana, and Illinois. Um, quote Harley Johnson, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, our friend Bailey, she said a while ago, she said, um, it still sticks with me to this day. She goes... <laughs> If um, losing to Illinois should be two losses, <laughs> the game and your dignity. <laughs> and I keep that to heart truly every day. And so, yeah, Illinois, like, started, like I said earlier, from the get-go, they led basically the entire time um, into the second half I believe is when they finally like led for the first time the whole game but then Illinois eventually overtook them again and just held on basically to dear life at one point during the second half Illinois didn't score in eight minutes (laughs) and they still ended up ended up beating the number nine team how is that possible it was incredible I have that's like a quarter of the game I know eight minutes bringing back the math major skills (laughs) it was iconic honestly um but I think everyone was just off like unbelievable like I don't personally like watch MSU basketball because gross but like the whole team had to rely on Cassius Winston and he obviously can't do everything himself he's just like one dude and I think he just like crumpled under the weight of like everyone else being off for the game and when they would like pan over to like Josh Langford because he's like in a boot and he can't play for the rest of the season, he, his facial expressions when he like realized that his team was about to lose to Illinois was so funny. You should go back and watch it on ESPN. That's sad. It was it was pretty funny though because he was just like in disbelief. He looked I can't. I've been like saying this like all week, but I'm like it looks like he wanted like the capability of like growing a new leg so it can actually go out and play like what would he do with the old one just logistically it would just like go away and he'd have like a new leg so So like i mean i feel like he would want that regardless it would just like go away (laughs) okay okay and yeah because you know this is just like magic so it'd be like replaced with like a new foot or something or knee i don't actually know what's wrong with him i think it's foot but anyways um I think I can't remember the total turnovers. I think it was 24 by the end of the game. But at one point, they had MSU had 14 turnovers with like eight minutes still left in the first. (laughs) 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 It was truly a sight to see. I highly think it's probably one of my favorite games I've ever watched. And it's not even a Michigan. Are you going to need Taylor to code that onto your laptop? I think I'm going to have to have it coded onto my laptop. (laughs) Yeah, the story behind that is I always have – the Sweet 16 game from last year against uh, Texas A&M. So Michigan against Texas A&M, always in like my dock on my laptop. Our Eeks friend, our computer science friend, taught us how. Yeah, so I can watch the full game whenever I want, and I do it a lot. We like whipped it out when we were like on the docks, like tanning. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, yeah, it was like really it. crowded. We were like oh, half wow. underwater, and you pulled it out. Um, yeah, so next on our fail list is the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, we... It's memory, but it was, like, Sunday. Yeah, we're actually going to talk about that later, and we get already, so, yeah. But Super Bowl. So we're, yeah, stick around for that. <laughs> you, if you want to hear more about the Super Bowl. the, like, topic of the Super Bowl. <laughs> we're just really Tom Brady. <laughs> um, our next segment, as you know, you go to Michigan when... Do we do any of these things? Okay, yeah. well... People apparently want Tom Brady to be our commencement speaker. Well, like, not mine, but the 2019 commencement speaker, which – are you going to be there for that? I will graduate in the fall. 
So, so no. December 19. Okay. Well, maybe he'll so, be there for that. I hope to God not. I won't go. <laughs> I just like, what do you, because I, I saw this as like a change.org petition on Facebook. They're like, we want Tom Brady as our commencement speaker. And I'm like, you could not choose a more polarizing figure <laughs> in the whole world. But like, I'm just imagining Tom Brady up at like Michigan commencement. Like, we're still here. We're still here. And like, you would have to actually sit through that. Like, you could not leave. It's your own graduation. You're probably freezing to death because it's like May in Michigan and you're listening to Tom Brady. What else do you think he would probably say? Like, I'm inspired by my dad. <laughs> yeah, my dad. <laughs> That's what you would hear. And I'd be like, have the crowd be like, yeah, my dad. And I'll be like in the corner of the big house like, you suck. Oh, <laughs> don't say that to Tom. I there's also been a lot of talk talk of a statue of Tom Brady going up somewhere on campus. <laughs> which is Put kind of weird because there aren't a lot of statues on campus. Like they're mostly of like historical like I don't even know what they are. There's that one family that's all naked. Like <laughs> you don't have <laughs> And then there's the one that looks like it's dabbing. But we don't have a lot of like we like, I'm pretty sure Bama already has, like, a Nick Saban statue up. We have a bow one. That's true. Somewhere on, like, the athletic campus, right? Yeah, I think it's probably outside of <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but, yeah. The dumb state street in so long. I think a statue of Tom Brady would be... An eyesore. No, <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't say it would be an eyesore. <laughs> um, it wouldn't be. Have you ever... Have you seen that, like, figurehead that they made of Cristiano Ronaldo? No. <laughs> I'll pull it up. Um, but yeah, I... If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But just keep talking. I'm looking it up. Yeah, that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. That's how Tom Brady would look. Um, yeah, I don't know where they would put that, but I, I just can't imagine them doing that. It doesn't seem like something Michigan would do. No, I don't. I don't really think it would look ugly. No, I, I, I don't. I mean, we have to admit that Tom Brady is kind of like the one thing our football program has going for it in the past few years, as proven by looking at the UMich football Instagram that's like only Tom Brady. Um, Harley's plaguing her ears. I'm spilling truth right now. You can listen or not, but it's truth. I can't hear you. <laughs> um, okay, so the next thing we have on, you know, you go to Michigan when is so as I we said before, I was like kind of standing outside of Harley's class because I didn't know what else to do. And they were, like, calculating movements, which I think is what you do as a movement science major. Yeah. Care to elaborate? They had, it was, Not like, really. joints. And they were, like, calculating for, like... Yeah, we're calculating, the like, joints. the angles between, like, specific, like, body segments. So, like, could you calculate the move side of Xavier Simpson's hookshot? I probably could. Could you do it right here, live? No. Like, I don't have a calculator. No, you can be the calculator. I can't be the calculator because I have to use, like, the lost cosines. <laughs> I'm a math major. I'll help you out. Okay, cool. I'm just kidding. Maybe next time. Guys, for the record, I'm not a math major. <laughs> Are you? Okay. Now I'm really excited because we have our secret segment. Oh, no. I don't know what to expect. I have a secret segment. I've been telling Harley I have a secret for her. Oh. She doesn't know what it is. And I'm going to pull it up. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What do you want that would be, like, a surprise? No, you don't want it. I don't want no, the surprise? you're not going to like it. Pep Hamilton's coming back? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's, like, a whole segment. Are you ready? Oh, no. Okay. Ow. Listen. Okay. Am I supposed to be listening to something? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh. I need to get into character. Are you doing pilgrim facts? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> um... Oh, wait, yeah, people wouldn't get that. Never mind. Okay. What are we doing? Okay, ready? Not really, but I guess. Okay, this is a story written by... No, 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 Mechanic 18. It says from Catherine's point of view. I straightened my short blue dress and put my notepad and pen in my pocket for orders. The first hour is really slow. I waited for a cute old couple who gave me a nice $10 tip, which I gladly took. But then a bus showed up at the cafe, and I blinked to make sure it was the Patriots team coming out, and it was. 
Oh goodness, how am I going to handle taking all of their orders? At least it wasn't the whole team. It was about 20 of them. There was Tom Brady, Danny Amendola, Jared Mayo, Rob Gronkowski, Julian Edelman, LeGarrette Blount, Justin Coleman, Alfonso Denard, Logan Ryan, etc. They all walked in and I looked up and made eye contact with Tom Brady. <laughs> and smiled and he smirked. Sit wherever you like, I say. Wait, who smirked? Tom! <laughs> Alright, thanks. What's your name? Tom responds. Catherine, and no problem, I will be right over, I answer. I inform, <laughs> I inform our chef Bernardo, he's Italian, that we have 20 players from the Patriots here, which made him a little stressed. Hello guys, you each want a separate bill, I ask. That would be great, Danny responds, and I catch Tom looking at me, and I blush. <laughs> I'm a fan of the Patriots, by the way. My family's from Massachusetts, I say. Wow, we have a fan in Miami, that's a first, Tom points out, and they all start laughing. All right, <laughs> what can I get you guys to drink, I ask. Can we have some milk? Excuse me, can we have some milk? Tom speaks for all of them. No. <laughs> that's all we have for this week. Um, if you are interested in reading the rest, I would suggest searching Tom Brady fan fiction on Wattpad, and that's what comes up. There are also like a lot of like LaMelo Ball fan fictions on Wattpad, and so I debated reading one of those, but I thought you would like the Tom one. What were your thoughts on that? <laughs> She's so mad at me right now. <laughs> I am distraught. Aren't you kind of like left on a cliffhanger? Don't you want to know what happens next? He needs some milk, apparently. <laughs> and don't you want to know? Like, if he gets milk? Uh, yeah. No. Also, like, he's vegan. He doesn't drink milk. <laughs> okay, that's. No. Okay, so just the way that this is presenting itself, it sounds like she wants to date, like, everyone on the Patriot. <laughs> so, I hated that I had to listen to that. You're welcome. Um, and we'll be back for more next week. Really? Yeah. Really? The fans want what they want. No, they don't. Okay, so our next segment is Would You Rather? And I actually put some Would You Rathers on my phone so you wouldn't be able so, to think about them first. So you can ask me the ones you have on there because I didn't read them. And then... <laughs> so we're just going to... Yeah, read just, any of these? No, I didn't look at them. Okay, cool. Uh, would you rather watch Super Bowl 53 every day for a week or watch paint dry every day for a week? <laughs> I kind of have the same one on mine. <laughs> Great um, minds think about it. I mean, I think I would rather watch the Super Bowl just so I can, like, listen to Tony Romo. Um, that was, like, kind of the only plus. And, like, fine, then I'm going to add Romo that you can't like, hear the announcer. Okay, but what if Tony, if Tony Romo, like, does the, like, commentary on the paint drying? I'm going to choose the paint drying. Would you rather watch Super Bowl 53 with Dan Dockage talking the whole time or watch <laughs> paint dry with Dan Dockage talking the whole time? Paint dry? <laughs> paint dry? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, I, I don't like want to watch Super Bowl 53 again. That was... Oh. <laughs> that was bad. Okay, should I ask my first question? Yeah, we can just try Okay, off. so this is a question that was asked by, like, the Umish basketball Twitter, oh, and I didn't understand no. it. Xavier Simpson or Tom Brady? Xavier Simpson. Why would you ask me that? Because Tom Brady's won a lot more Super Bowls than Xavier Simpson. <laughs> you got to think about this logically. Speaking of which, just because you, like, mentioned that, I have something to sh- This is what my brother sent me. <laughs> okay, so it's a picture of John O'Corn and um, Tom Brady. And it said, keep him in mind, like, remember, my brother is an Ohio State fan, just so you know this. It said one of the guys had zero career Super Bowl interceptions. The other has six. <laughs> Which is true. Which is true. So, so I, I guess you could say Xavier Simpson has fewer Super Bowl interceptions than yes. Tom Brady. All right. Ask your next question. Would you rather walk in the snow out of, so you move out of the way for DPJ or Tariq Black? This is, the other day I was walking to class and like DPJ was walking towards me. I feel so creepy right now. And, um, and he like didn't move out of the way so I had to walk in the snow. <laughs> 
what I is your answer? DPJ, or, I'll, I'll say DPJ because I already, I already moved out of the way for DPJ. I feel so creepy when I see them around like campus because like they don't know who I am, but I have a podcast about them. Like that, that feels like some it's Dan like, Humphreys like level stuff. True. Um. Okay. Next. Would you rather take Urban Meyer's leadership class at the Ohio State University or take Orgo two at the University of Michigan? Honestly, or go to because I'll fail both because I would show up to Urban Meyer's class marrying Michigan stuff and he would fail me. <laughs> so yeah, that's real. Either way, I'm getting an E <laughs> and a bad GPA. Um, <laughs> would you rather be traded to the Lakers or stay <laughs> with the Pelicans? Obviously, I would rather be traded to the Lakers, <laughs> not because of LeBron, because of my man Mo. <laughs> I really want to, like, hang out with Mo. I feel like we'd get along. <laughs> okay. Um, that also just made me feel really creepy. <laughs> so it's like, okay. Um, well, this is the one that was sort of like what you already asked me, but would you rather rewatch the Super Bowl or rewatch your joint line, joint kin- kinematics lecture that I also watched with you? My joint kinematics lecture? Yeah. Because then maybe I would understand it better okay. <laughs> if I watched it a second time. No, it's bad. It's okay. <laughs> Would you rather lose to Illinois or Rutgers? <laughs> Illinois. Really? Yeah. What if I don't like, want to oh. get Rutgers, you know, mm. than getting Rutgers. Yeah. Mm, good point. <laughs> um, Would you rather um, have the Pats win the Super Bowl in the next two years or shave your head? Like, twice in the next two years. <sighs> I would have to I can't shave my head mostly because people would call me by like my dad's name because we look the exact same (laughs) so if I was ever bald people would probably call me Mark and I can't have that happen so unfortunately so you'd rather have the pets win the Super Bowl twice than be called Mark Yes, because it, it takes so long for my hair to grow. Like I was a bald baby until I was like three. <laughs> um, would you rather have a grande on sweetened iced coffee with soy or a grande soy latte? Oh, this one's hard. <laughs> uh, right now, I'm kind of feeling a soy latte. I usually go grande on sweetened iced coffee with soy because they're a lot cheaper. Yeah, they are. But like, if I need to like really like. If I'm having a bad day, soy latte never fails to lift my spirits. So assuming they're both free, a soy latte. Okay. Um, is that your last one? Oh, no. You have one one okay, more. I have one more for you also. Ooh, Would you rather have great. MSU win the Big Ten this year? or In what? Basketball. Okay. Or have diarrhea for two months. <laughs> oh, my Lord. No breaks. No breaks? <laughs> it just flows. Oh, I couldn't show my face because I'd be currently in the potty. Like now, in the potty. Like a podcast. No. <laughs> that is horrible. You gotta choose. Fine. Don't I'll take one for the team. I was gonna say, are you really gonna let our boys down? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Would you or would you really let John Beeline down just for some personal hygiene issues? You're right. I love John Beeline with my whole heart. I would Thank do you. anything for that man. Okay. Would you rather live in East Lansing for one week or Columbus for one week? Okay, so this is hard because MSU fans don't really scare me. They're, like, really not that threatening. But East Lansing is the most boring place in the world. There's nothing to do there. I think I would die. I think I'd rather watch the Super Bowl than go to East Lansing. Um, But Columbus, I've never been there, but I've heard it's a really cool city. But I'm terrified of Buckeye fans. (laughs) They're vicious down there. They're so scary, but I also feel like no one would, like, try to fight me because, like, why would they? So I'm going to go with Columbus. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay, so up next we have our We Get It Already, where we talk about what we have heard repeatedly the entire week in sports. Which are... Um, well, first off, the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. In the halftime show, too. High key. Yeah. Okay, so first off on the Super Bowl, um, we're just going to recap it really quickly. Our first recap is that after the game, Tom Brady kissed Robert Kraft, his, Kraft, his owner, because he kisses everybody. He really drugs. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's our summary of the Super Bowl. Uh, also a summary, um... Lowest scoring Super Bowl in the history, and I, I kind of was like, I feel like I'm watching Big Ten football right now, and like, like a Rutgers and um, 
Illinois game probably is what <laughs> yeah. it was. I think it was probably definitely just a defensive stronghold for both teams, but it but was, that's what boring people say. It was, yeah, that's what boring people say to me. Like, it was actually a good Super Bowl. I'm like, no way. It's like, I'm from the University of Michigan. I know good defense and enjoy watching it. That was the most boring thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was so boring. Um, but the Rams, like, punter had the, like, record 65-yard uh, um, punt. has never been done in the Super Bowl, so... He probably would have won MVP if the Rams won because <laughs> he punted the whole time. <laughs> kind of like, um, <sighs> yeah, cool. I think that's all I retained from. And then did you want to go over the halftime show? Oh, on there. Okay, so we all know that the creator, SpongeBob, like, died. <laughs> so people were, like, petitioning to, like, have, like, the episode of Band Geeks where they sing Sweet Victory be part of the halftime show. So they, like, pull up, like, Squidward, and everyone, like, goes, like, crazy because we're like oh my gosh they're gonna do it and then it just like it was literally just an intro to sicko mode <laughs> i was like is this a tiktok <laughs> i didn't watch the halftime show but i heard it was very cringy and then it was just like adam levine like taking off various layers until it was revealed that he is like completely tatted with like this huge tattoo that just says california on his stomach yeah, I'm not really sure. Like, um, it was super cringeworthy. But obviously, like, it was the NFL trying not to be, like, I'm not the NFL, but not. It was like Rihanna turned it down. Cardi B, I think, turned it down. So. Nobody wanted to be associated with the NFL, understandably, because. Yeah, they wanted always... to stand with um, Colin Kaepernick for good reason. Yeah. So nobody wanted to do it. Like, even, like, Travis Scott, like, asked. Um, Colin Kaepernick, if it'd be like okay to like, perform. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently Maroon Five donated all the money they made to charity, so that was nice of them. <laughs> um, but I was mostly just disappointed because Travis Scott didn't propose to Kylie Jenner, and <laughs> I have a theory that they're already married because she's been referring to him as her husband for like months. So whatever. Super weird. Um, and then our next we get it already is that Duke is playing Virginia on Saturday because literally all I hear about ever is Duke. I know we've talked about this before, but like I was like taking these children on this like youth retreat over the weekend and as like a metaphor for God, they literally use Zion Williamson and I'm sure it was much more complex (laughs) than that, but I was sitting there. I think I was like chanting overrated (laughs) with all of the little points because I was like, are you kidding me? I can't escape for one weekend. (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny um yeah so i was like i said i rewatched the msu illinois game on tuesday night and every commercial break was like the like rematch on saturday number two duke number three uva and i was like oh god like you can't ah you can't escape them and it's Come on, UVA, do me this solid. But then they'll still be like, Duke is the best basketball team that we've seen in decades. And I'll be like, no, they ain't. And we'll be back here again next week talking about how, like, Zion, like, dunked on everybody. And apparently is a metaphor for whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Should I, like, play this vibe? Yeah. Okay, so Jalen Rose went up on, like, Get Up ESPN to, like, share some, like, of some of his thoughts about Zion Williamson. So I'm going to like play this in an awkward, uh... <laughs> but yeah, this is what he had to say. If I can get it to go. <laughs> Zion is a terrific, amazing, wonderful, fantastic prospect. Okay. I see him as a guy that has a chance to be a perennial all-star, possibly all NBA, but I don't see Zion as an MVP player in the league. I might not disagree with it, but I see him as a personality and the joy that he plays with. I don't see him. I don't see him. I don't see him on the next level as the best player on a championship team. So that's the tea. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I feel like Jalen Rose is a little salty because of all the Fab Five comparisons with Duke's freshman class, but. I, it's always a breath of fresh air to hear something negative about Zion Williamson. <laughs> Not that, I mean, I'm personally, like, a secret Duke fan. <laughs> no, don't even, like, I mean, okay, I watched their, like, ESPN show that's called, like, 
try your best or like whatever oh it's called. God. I don't remember what it's called. But like, and I, then I was like binge watching on our Polar Vortex Day like videos of Dia, Zion, um, RJ, Cam Reddish, and whatever the other one is. Yeah, man. I, I forget who I'm missing. But um, they all seem like really good kids. And like, obviously they're good at playing basketball. But yeah, I'm really sick of hearing about them. So and I feel like anything that says anything mildly negative about Duke, despite them having lost a couple games, is, like, a hot take. I personally thought it was kind of just, like, a breath of, like, fresh air because, like, I I, I agree. Like, you cannot deny, like, Zion Williamson's, like, obvious, like, presence and, like, talents, like, in the NCAA. But, like, that doesn't necessarily mean that it always, like, translates to the NBA. Like, people are thinking, like, so far ahead, like, into the future where they're like, oh, Zion's already going to be that, like, guy on a championship team, like, eventually going to, like, get an MVP. And I'm like, how – like, he's, like, 18. Like, I know he's, like, my next step is to go to the NBA. But I'm like, it's not going to be the same thing. Yeah. when he's in the NBA. Um, just a little fun fact. You may not have heard this before, but Tom Brady didn't do that great in college. And <laughs> and he's he's now the GOAT. So <laughs> just don't know if you'd heard that before. Um, Who? <laughs> so really quickly, um, our update on my fantasy, fantasy G League team. Do you have one? Well, I got an email saying that, like, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, eligible because I didn't select anyone to be on my roster. So still under construction, but we'll get there eventually. No. Um, I think that's about it for the show. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? No. All right. Um, next week we might have some special guests, so stay tuned for that. Um, our podcasts are available under Mason Brew Podcasts on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and directly on Mason Blue. So please subscribe and rate and spread the word to your friends. And don't forget to watch Michigan basketball on um, Saturday. Yes. And also, Saturday. you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Our podcast now has an Instagram, which is Views from Pod. That's also our Twitter username. And then you can find me on Twitter at Hannah underscore H227 and on Instagram at Hannah.Harshi. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Harley underscore Johnson X. See you next week. Yeah, bye. Yeah.